Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Your brain needs support, and new Ollie Brainy Chews are a delightful way to take care of your cognitive health. Made with scientifically backed ingredients like Thai ginger, L theanine, and caffeine, Brainy Chews support healthy brain function and help you find your focus, stay chill, or get energized. Be kind to your mind and get these nootropic chews at Ollie.com. That's O L L Y.com. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. This is Optimal Living Daily, episode 688, The Secrets of Well-Being Series, part four, Does More Choice Make Us Happier? By Mary Yuksh of goodlifezen.com, and I'm Justin Mollick, your personal narrator, reading to you every day, just like an audiobook, but free of charge. Today's episode is from Good Life Zen, but before we get to it, I wanted to mention that one of our regular authors, Courtney Carver, has a year-long course. I've mentioned that before, but she's doing a live online seminar, known as a webinar, all about it, and to help you figure out if it's something that you'd like to be a part of. Check it out. The link is oldpodcast.com slash live, and that webinar is on November 2nd. It'll be live. So if you visit that page, you can sign up for it for free. Again, that's oldpodcast.com slash live. For now, let's hear today's post and continue optimizing your life. The Secrets of Wellbeing Series, Part 4, Does More Choice Make Us Happier? By Mary Yuksh of goodlifezen.com. Does more choice make us happier? This is the question that drives Barry Schwartz, professor of psychology at Swarthmore College. For example, yesterday I went to the supermarket to get some olive oil. There wasn't just one brand. There were many different options, cold-pressed, virgin, light, from Italy, from Greece, from New Zealand. In fact, there were over 30 different options for me to choose from. And the same goes for everything we encounter, from jobs to detergents. We're faced with endless options. So does more choice make us happier? Of course, this is a question that only applies to our affluent Western society, because in poor countries, people have few options. As Schwartz points out, an official dogma in our Western society proclaims, the more individual freedom someone has, the happier he or she will be. Here are some problems that come with abundant choice. Number one, Choices make for preoccupation. I'm sure you too know about that. Shall I stay or go? Shall I quit this job for that one? Shall I have an operation or not? Shall I choose this person to be my life partner or that one? The list is endless. If we were to add up all the minutes and hours that we spend preoccupied with choices, I think it would add up to a large slice of our life. Number two, too much choice equals paralysis. We know this phenomenon as dithering. Actually, there is some interesting data here. A researcher investigated how people choose one of the many voluntary retirement funds that are on offer for employees in the USA. She found that for every five more options, the participation went down by 2%. So if an employer reduced available options down from 50 to five, their participation rate went up by 20%. That is, when faced with too much choice, people stopped choosing because they felt overwhelmed. Number three, 
more options make us dissatisfied with what we have. Like Marty Seligman, Schwartz also makes the point that if we have more options, we end up less satisfied with the choice we have made. Why? Because if our choice doesn't turn out to be perfect, which it won't, then it is easy to imagine that another choice would have been better. The easier it is to choose, the easier it is to feel regret about the choice we made. Number four, choice leads to self-blame. The effect of the escalation of expectations is that if things don't turn out right, we tend to blame ourselves. Schwartz sees a link between the explosion of depression in the industrial Western world and the disappointment and self-blame that comes from too many choices. As you can see, this is a substantial list of drawbacks that come with abundant choice. According to Schwartz, some choice is better than none, but more choice is worse than some. According to Schwartz, people fall into two groups according to how they respond to choices. He calls them maximizers and satisfizers. Are you a maximizer or a satisfizer? Answer the following question to find out. When I'm in the car listening to the radio, I often check other stations to see if something better is playing, even if I am relatively satisfied with what I'm listening to. Yes or no? If he answered yes, you are a maximizer. If he answered no, you are a satisfizer. Research shows that maximizers do better, satisfizers feel better. Here are recommendations by Schwartz that he offered graduate students at their leaving ceremony. Number one, don't be a maximizer. Learn that good enough is good enough. You may end up with results of decisions that are slightly less good, but you'll feel much better about them. He qualifies this recommendation and says, number two, choose when to choose. There are many domains in life where we can consult experts when we have to make an important decision to take some of the burdens off your shoulders. Number three, foster loving relationships. Close relationships impose constraints on our life. Schwartz's point is that these constraints are not a cost, they're actually part of the benefit. Number four, follow a calling. A calling satisfies and binds. People with a calling are doing something that will not lose its value even if they are stuck doing it for the next 40 years. Number five, keep your expectations reasonable. Don't expect perfection in your work, in your love life, with your friends, with your kids. Number six, agonize less about your many decisions. You can use that time and energy instead getting to know and understand all the people in your life. Abundant choice does not make us happier. I think it's important to keep in perspective that there are many people living in poverty who desperately need more choices. And there are people in authoritarian regimes who need more choice. But those of us who live in one of the Western industrial nations are confronted by too much choice. There's an interesting line in a well-known Zen poem that bears on today's theme. The great way is not difficult. Just avoid picking and choosing. You just listened to the post titled The Secrets of Wellbeing series, part four. Does more choice make us happier? By Mary Yuksh of goodlifezen.com. This episode is brought to you by La Quinta by Wyndham. Your work can take you all over the place, like Texas. You've never been, but it's going to be great because you're staying at La Quinta by Wyndham. Their free bright side breakfast will give you energy for the day ahead. And after, you can unwind using their free high-speed Wi-Fi. Tonight, La Quinta. Tomorrow, you shine. Book your stay today at LQ.com. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot... Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage 
all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. The title says part four, but I don't think I've read the other three parts. I'll have to check those out and see if they're a good fit for the show. And a quick reminder that Courtney Carver is putting on a webinar on November 2nd so you can learn more about her year-long course that features many of the authors you hear right on this show. To attend that for free, visit oldpodcast.com slash live, and I have that linked in this episode's description. That should do it for the Sunday episode. Have a great rest of your day, and I'll see you in tomorrow's show for Minimalist Monday, where your optimal life awaits.